Hello everyone, this is Roger T. Pipe of RogerReviews.com. Welcome to our annual Avian Awards podcast series. Over the next 12 to 15 podcasts, we will take an in-depth look at the nominees for the 2020 Avian Awards. We'll break down the categories, discuss the nominees, debate who got snubbed, and even make a few predictions as to who might walk away with the hardware on January 25th of 2020. Before we get started, remember that this is an interactive series. I love your feedback, all of it. If you have a question or a comment or anything you want to hear discussed more in depth, want to talk about what you heard in the last podcast, suggestions, anything you want to hear more about, or want me to get deeper into a category, just let me know. You can drop me a line at rog at rogreviews.com. You can also find me on Twitter, rogertpipe. Send me a direct message there. Or if you're listening to this on my site or watching it on YouTube, just throw a comment below. Just uh, please remember, with the comments, keep it positive. We're trying to make this a good thing for all the nominees involved. Remember that your feedback shapes this series and keeps it from just being me reading off a list of nominations. Sponsorships are available for this and all podcasts. It's $150 for the entire year. I will mention your company, site, favorite star, charity, cause, anything you'd like at the beginning and end of all podcasts during this series and for everything in 2020. As always, half of all podcast money goes to a walk for the cure for Alzheimer's in the name of my mother. Now, let's get on with the good stuff. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 5 of our 2020 Avian Awards podcast series. I am Roger Pipe of RogerViews.com. Those of you following along on avian.com forward slash awards forward slash nominees can scroll down to Best Ingenue Production as we are down to the Best Eye category. About almost halfway down here. Try and get through a few of these quickly. Best Ingenue Production, Best New Starlets 2019 from Elegant Angel, Black Teen Casting from Bang, Innocence of Youth 11 from Digital Sin, Nerd Girls 3, Teen Fidelity, Nymphs, Red Light District, Slut Puppies 14, Jules Jordan Video, Super Cute 9, Hard X, Tight Fit for a Tiny Teen, Raw, Young and Beautiful 6 from Vixen, and Young and Perverted from Mark Dorsell. This is a category that does not have a foreign shot side category, so that's why you get the Dorsell in there. Some good movies. Uh, this is a production title, so it's the individual DVD. Slut Puppies 14 from Jules is excellent. It's a long-running series. Uh, it was really good. Young and Beautiful 6 from Vixen was beautifully shot and very well done. Innocence of Youth 11, that's a really good series with some beautiful women nicely shot. Best New Starlets. The Elegant Angel stuff is really good. So top of my ballot here is going to be Slut Puppies 14, Young and Beautiful 6, and Best New Starlets. Some Dark Horses here, Nerd Girls 3 was pretty interesting, and Black Teen Casting is an interesting casting series. Uh, Best Ingenue Series and Channel, Coming of Age from Erotic X, Cross-Eyed Cock Loving, Cheerleaders from Lethal Hardcore, Dad Crush, Team Skeet, Mixed Porn Star Initiations from BAM, only Teens from Teen Fidelity, Ripe from Jules Jordan, Rocco's Psycho Teens from Rocco's Freddy Evil Angel, Stepfather's Desires Digital Sin, Teens Like It Big from Brazzers, and Teens Love Huge Cox Reality Kings. Interesting here, none of the nominated titles came from the nominated series, which I think is kind of interesting. For example, they used Ripe as the best series from Best Ingenue, but it was Slow Puppies that actually got the nomination. So... Frankly, I think Slut Puppies is one of Jules' best series, but these are these are all good. I just think it's a little interesting. Ripe is excellent. Mixed Porn Star Initiations is really well done. 
Teens Like a Big from Brazzers has been around for a long time, and it is excellent. Uh, Psycho Teens is a good one from Rocco. It has its own feel. Really like that one. Those are probably my favorite. But again, honestly, Slut Puppies is one of the best new series or channels I can think of. So, uh, Best Interracial Production, Black Draw 23 from Black Draw, Blackish 2 from Smash, Brazzers Goes Black 3 from Brazzers, Disciples of Desire, Bad Cop, Bad City from Jules Jordan, Erotic and Curvy 8 from Porn Pros, Interracial is the New Black from Evil Angel, Meet Mendingo 7 from Hard X, My Black Brother 3 from Digital Sin, Platinum Pussy 4 from Jules Jordan Video, and She Likes It White from Elegant Angel. Most notable here, there is a Blacked Raw title, but nothing from Blacked, which has been sort of the premier interracial imprint for five years now. I find that interesting. There is the Blacked Raw, but that's a, that's a different a different brand and a different feel. So I'm a little surprised, and I think if we look at the quality of some of these titles, I'm really surprised that there was not a single Blacked movie on this list. Um, interracial and Anal, I mentioned a couple episodes ago, got nominated in a different category, obviously, but was one of the better movies of the year. From this list, there's some good ones. I'm also a little surprised that none of the Jules Jordan Dread movies made it, because they're very good. The stuff on here is great, though, so we have a really good list. Uh, Black Draw is a really unique imprint and very good. Uh, Brazzers Goes Black 3. For a long time, Brazzers did not shoot a lot of interracial. Now they've got their, their line. Uh, the Disciples of Desire was interesting, had a, a nice look to it, it was a little rough to watch after almost three hours. We may talk about that in, in another category. The Evil Angel title, Interracial is a New Black, is good. The Meat Mandingo series is very good if you like watching him perform. He's, he's good. Platinum Pussy 4 from Jules Jordan is another good one. Uh, she Likes It White, Elegant Angel, is I believe the only one that is not... Uh, white or non-black female talent with black male talent. So this category is dominated by one particular type of interracial, which I think we've discussed in the past. What do you guys think of that? There's a topic for discussion. What do you think? Should there be more mixed interracial? Each individual title also seems to be very tied to the particular type of interracial. It's one or the other. Okay, now we get into Best Leading Actor. Danny D from Uninvited, Damon Dice, my husband's boss, the power position, Seth Gamble from Perspective, Tommy Gunn, what we do for money, Small Hands, love song, Kieran Lee, Night of Reckoning, Ryan McLean, upon further reflection, Tyler Nixon from Honeymoon, Michael Vegas, Forbidden Affairs 10, and Zach Wilde from The Gentleman from Misa X. Let's talk about the group near the top. Zach Wilde is very good. It was a good performance in that movie. Tyler Nixon is also excellent in Honeymoon. Small Hands is always good, and Love Song was a really good movie. Tommy Gunn from What We Do For Money, also very good. Now, that's near the top of the ballot. Number one this year, I think pretty pretty obviously, is Seth Gamble from Perspective. Perspective was beautifully acted and very intense, and Seth um, essentially plays two characters in the same movie, or two versions of the same character, and did so beautifully. I would be shocked if he doesn't win, and, quite frankly, I think he deserves to win. Uh, best Leading Actress. Aiden Ashley from Insomniac. Christiana Sin from Arcane. Jessica Drake, Lost Love. Lacey Lennon, The Gentleman. Kristen Scott, Teenage Lesbian. Magdalene St. Michael's, Confessions of a Sinful Nun 2. 
Kenzie Taylor, Captain Marvel. Angela White, Perspective. Whitney Wright, What We Do For Money. Ariel X for Girls of Wrestling. Really good list here. Excellent female uh, performances and leads this year. Jessica Drake, I've said before in this podcast, is the best actress our industry has ever seen. Period. Um, it doesn't surprise me that she's nominated here. Another great performance in Lost Love. Lacey Lennon was very impressive in The Gentleman. Kristen Scott had one of the best roles to play, and she did it beautifully. And yes, I realize that pretty much everything she does, I enjoy, but she was fantastic. Again, I think you have a clear-cut winner here, but some of these are near the top. Magdalene St. Michael's was good in uh, Confessions of a Sinful Nun, another well-acted movie. Again, though, you, if you're looking at the top of the ballot, you've got Angela White for perspective. Like Seth, she had you know two roles to play, did it beautifully, has really built on her acting in the last two years. I don't see how she doesn't win as much as I like some of the other performances. For example, Kenzie Taylor not only had to carry the a lot of the dialogue in Captain Marvel, but is in every scene. So it's almost like a feature showcase. It was a really impressive performance. Outstanding. But again, I think she just comes up short because Angela is so excellent in perspective. And to me, the best part of perspective was how it was acted. There's a lot to like about it, but the acting is, is really impressive. Best Makeup, Aladdin from Wood Rocket, Angela White, Dark Side, Jules Jordan, Bacchanalia from Evil Angel, Captain Marvel, Triple X from Wicked Pictures, Girl Core from Adult Time, Girls of Wrestling from Sweetheart, The Loin King from Wood Rocket, Love Emergency, Adam and Eve, They Come in Peace, Digital Playground, and Three Cheers for Satan, Burning Angel. A lot of this is what do you like. Um, the Wood Rocket stuff, obviously people are dressed up as, as characters, and it's fun costuming and makeup. Uh, same with Captain Marvel. Girls of Wrestling had a, a, a look to it, and the makeup was all really well done. Or do you want something that's a little more like a standard feature? You've also got the, the Dark Side movie from Angela White, which was excellent, and again, a different achievement in makeup that I think was really, really good and should be looked at. Tough one here. I mean, the, the stuff that Wood Rocket does is really... It's really fun, and it stands out as makeup. But I think if you're looking for something subtler, Love Emergency had some hospital scenes with some nice makeup, and Dark Side was perfect in every way. Best Male Newcomer. We will go ahead and do three more. Best Male Newcomer. I always say every year, who cares about this category? I always say every year, who cares about this category? And I don't mean that as any disrespect. The, the men on this list deserve... Uh, their nomination, but the fact of the matter is for the average porn fan and the average porn critic, unless you are dread and come to the table with, you know, 13 inches of penis, getting noticed as a male newcomer is pretty tough for a while. Uh, for example, Billy Boston, Rod Jackson, Alex Jett, Johnny the Kid, Jason Moody, Will Pounder, Pressure the Entertainer, Duncan Saint, Ricky Spanish, and Michael Swayze. The silence there is intentional. Most of us don't know their names yet, but they get recognized, and they should, because some of them, you know, this is a tough job, and I think maybe when I say who cares about this, maybe it comes off a little snarky, like I don't understand how difficult it is. It's very difficult to do this job. It's very difficult to get noticed in a, in a porn industry where the jobs are shrinking and where Mick Blue, Ramon Nomar, Manuel Ferrara, Marcus Dupree, 
these guys are taking up half of the jobs. It's tough. So congratulations to these gentlemen. I mean no offense. I, I say so sort of lovingly. I expect to know your names within the next few years. How's that? Nice balance. Last two. Best MILF production. 40, year old, 40 years old. Temptations of a Married Woman from Dorsell. Good movie. Infidelity theme, like all other Dorsell movies, really beautiful. Big Wet MILF Tits 2 from Elliot Angel. Interracial and MILF 3 from Blacked. Lisa Ann Black Forevermore. Lonely Wives Club from MILF. MILF. MILF Edition from Obsession. MILF Fidelity 6 from Kelly Madison. MILF Story Still Sexy 2. MILFdom 2 Deviant. And Prime MILF. So my question here is, is it absolutely necessary to put the word MILF in your title in order to get recognized? Because most of them have that in there. Uh, so again, single production. The Lisa Ann comeback movie was good. If you like Lisa Ann, it was very good. Again, she came back, brought the energy. It was good-looking stuff. Interracial and MILF from Blacked. Some outstanding talent in that movie. One of the best, obviously. MILF Stories, Still Sexy 2, I liked from New Sensations. I like what New Sensations does when they take a theme. They don't beat you over the head with it. It's a little subtle, but the productions are always excellent. It's funny, though, you, you take some of these that are basic gonzo, and then you have the Darcel movie, which is a feature, and I really liked it. That's one of my Dark Horse titles, but I think in this one, uh, Lisa Ann Back Forever, Back for Even More, Interracial and MILF 3, and... I would say uh, MILF Story is still sexy. Those would be up at the top of my list. Also, topic for discussion, if any of you are listening, at what age should a porn performer be a MILF? At what age should she absolutely not be a MILF? Is it more about body type and looks and action, or is it about age? Open discussion. Let me hear your feedback. Last one. Best MILF slash female mixed age series or channel. Anal Craving MILFs from Laywood. Ass-fucked MILFs from Analyzed, BBC MILF Affairs from She Will Cheat, MILF Hunter, Reality Kings, Mom is Horny from Bang Bros, Mom Knows Best from Twisties, Mommy's Girl from Girls Way, Mother Daughter Exchange Club Girlfriends, Mother Lover Society from Sweetheart, and My Friend's Hot Mom from Naughty America. Interesting thing here is that you mix in girl-girl titles with boy-girl titles. Not a bad thing at all, it's just I, I kind of like it actually. It does open us up for one of those questions again how much you enjoy a certain type of movie probably affects how you're going to vote or how much you enjoy it. For example, if Girl Girl is not your thing, Mother Daughter Exchange Club or Mommy's Girl might not be as interesting to you as Milf Hunter or BBC Milf Hunter or Milf Affairs or Anal Craving Milfs. Almost wonder if there there shouldn't be two categories eventually here because Milf is such a popular genre. Some of these series are fun. My Friend's Hot Mom from Naughty America is fun. Cute little scenarios, getting people in bed with their friend's mom. Same thing with Milf Hunter. That's kind of a fun series. Mom Knows Best from Twisties. Usually three-way scenes. Very well shot and sexy. If you just like... Uh, and then uh, BBC Milf Affairs. The She Will Cheat stuff. It's obviously infidelity-based. It's really good. But then if you just like Hard Gonzo, you've got the two at the top. Anal Craving Milfs from Laywood. Um, I think Mark and Francesca do great stuff, and they're very underrated. Just as she was underrated as a performer, and so was he. They're underrated as uh, directors and producers. So I really like that series, Anal Craving Milfs. The rest of this, top of my ballot, from the girl-girl stuff, uh, Mommy's Girl is good. 
but I'm I'm gonna go with anal craving milfs. Mom knows best, and my friend's hot mom as the top of my ballot. And that's it. We will start with best foreign, best new foreign starlet next time. Yeah, we'll start with that one. So that's it for episode five. I thank you for listening. I am Roger Pipe from RogerViews.com. I welcome your feedback, and go do something great. Thank you for listening to this episode of our 2020 AVN Awards podcast series. If you have a question or a comment, please send me an email, rog at rogerviews.com, or DM me on Twitter, or put a comment below. We will take a look at it, maybe read it on air, and shape the, uh, the next podcast for you. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Until next time, go do something nice for someone.